Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! I saw Joe Ryan the other day from Joe Ryan and the AM Drinkers. Oh, yeah. yeah, he plays guitar much better than you. He so does way he, better than me. He, Way better. So Joe was like, I gotta come over sometime and play when Mike's there. And yeah, we can we can have a guitar off. And I was like, I mean, well, he'll win. That'll so. be embarrassing for Mike, but it'll be it fun be for Bill and I. At all. Right? Like that'd be fun, right? I mean, It'd be I like the equivalent of like getting an MMA fighter in here and having him fight you, Chris. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it'll be a good battle. Yeah. If if, if you are going to to do something along those lines, let's say, if you were gonna do a guitar strum off of some sort, how would that how would that go? Like you definitely like can't you play sing. a riff, and then he plays a riff. Yeah, is it like the devil went down the Georgia? Well, like he, how would you do that? I'm not a. I'm, a, I'm, I'm sorry. A, you'd play a chord, and then he'd giggle, and he'd play a riff. Yeah, there we go. Because I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a lead <laughs> guitar player, so right. I, there, there'd be no chance. So maybe there'd be a more less of a riff off, or we don't want to. Maybe call he it just get more we of just, a jam session. Maybe they it get would, the jam. It would be a jam session. That would be yeah, fun. Like yeah. That would be fun. We'll get we'll get Joe in here. He, we'll he could you know throw some bitching leads in there while we play. Bitching leads. Look at that. I hope he can wow. play some bitchin' leads, right? Wow. We're trying to expand the listener base. Out, you can't man. say bitchin'. Yeah. First of all, we're trying to expand the listener base here. We don't need your bitchin' talk. Man. <laughs> and secondly, is that how guitar... When, when, I think that's how guitar players talk. He, like, he started talking about riff, you know, playing as with a guitar player. As he got into And the moment it. he did it, he got into the, like, right. Like, I mean, is this how you guys talk? I think this is it. Sure. When you're listening to Rush? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how everybody talks when they listen to Rush? It is now time for your Southside Pod Word on the Street, brought to you by Leapforth Law. Larry Leapforth, a close personal friend of this show, practiced law in the South suburbs for decades. He's a former president of the Southwest Bar Association, and he's brought in big settlements for personal injury, also handling criminal defense, real estate, probate, and corporate law. For justice, equality, and trust, reach out to Larry, 708 799-6300 or go to leapforthlaw.com So what's the big news? The big news is that on Monday if you have been wearing a mask indoors because you follow mandates and if you have been showing your vaccine card because you follow that as well, you don't have to anymore. I mean, I've been out for the last couple of months and I haven't had to do either. But maybe you're going to places that were checking the cards and making you wear the mask. Turns out the entire thing goes away on the 28th. And pretty much every suburban school is already mask optional for the kids. But now Chicago Catholic schools going to follow along with their schools inside of the city as well. The entirety of Chicago Catholic schools going mask optional on Monday. So all that's left are Chicago public schools. That's it. For some of you, this is big news. For others, eh, really hadn't affected you for the last couple of months. I get it. Meanwhile, in Palos Hills at Stagg High School, a teacher, Lisa Thayer, 
She is one of 30 finalists in the state for the Golden Apple Award for Excellence in Teaching. That's pretty exciting. I went on the website to try to figure out what she gets. I still can't figure it out. I hope she gets like a cash prize or something. Right now, it looks like just a big banquet with people dressed up really fancy. Maybe they give her an actual golden apple. Can you melt that down? And in Evergreen Park, Illinois, one of the Olympians from the Team USA women's hockey team is getting a big welcome, Abby Murphy. She comes home the day this episode comes out on Thursday the 24th and at 6 p.m. over at Duffy Park, 92nd and Ridgeway. They're going to have a big celebration welcoming her back. One of your silver medalists from Team USA, 19 years old, her first Olympics, coming home to the EP. Abby's been on the show before. You can go check her out on demand anywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. You know who else was on the show recently? Don Laracy from the Southside Irish Parade. And he talked about the passport to the parade. That is an event going on this Saturday up and down Western Avenue where the parade will take place. If you want to basically bar hop, I mean, they're calling it something else, but if you want to bar hop, $25 to be a part of this big event going on and you can get your tickets at County Fair. Actually, a beer sounds like a good idea. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. All right, all right, you got to be quiet. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we've been listening to you long enough. <laughs> We're over at 109th and Western at Open Outcry Brewing. I'm sitting with John Brand. We're drinking one of my favorite beers that he has regularly here on tap. You put this sometimes in a barrel. It's good uh, straight up. I've had the Mexican chocolate version. This is the basic dark pool, though, right? That's right. Yeah, we're drinking this one because we just did a... uh, This is the newest batch of the dark pool Russian Imperial Stout. It's not barrel aged. It's not adjunct. It's just a naked beer. And I can't remember the last time you and I drank dark pool the Naked Dark Pool uh, on the show before, because it's been a while, so I wanted to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, I think we've all, we've done some of the barrel variations, but I don't know when the last time we did this one. So I'll jump right in with this question here. You know, Will Turner, longtime brewer, basically brought this here, right? And now he's going someplace else. You have a new brewer coming in. Will the ones like this continue to be in rotation? Is, is that going to change or are they going to stay? Yeah, like most breweries, when you have a brewer change, um, your beer portfolio and the spirit of that will stay the same. But every brewer wants to come in and put their own little uh, their own little spin on the beer. So um, our core beer, like Speculator, Open Interest, Lewis Winthorpe, th- those won't change. Uh, I'm sure our new brewer, Eric, he'll probably put his own fingerprint on, on some of these beers and, and then start introducing the beers that he has a passion for. Well, I like this one. You know I like this one. It's one of the the absolute best stouts that you can get in a brewery anywhere in the city of Chicago. I've said that to many people before. I, I've always enjoyed it. I'm a big Russian Imperial stout fan. This is one of my go-to styles of beer, so I could be very critical of them if I don't like them. And you know when I walk in here, I don't leave without having a couple of these. It's a, it's a big beer. It's a Russian Imperial stout. Uh, 12% alcohol by volume, so it's a big beer. Uh, you can't drink too many of these. Uh, and what you would expect from a Russian Imperial Stout, big roasty chocolate, caramel notes, uh, obviously pitch black, opaque. 
uh, and then ends with that residual sweetness in it that you'll get from Russian Imperial Stouts. John Brand, you're over at 109th and Western Open Outcry. Get out and try, uh, of course, all the beers that they have, but we were trying the Dark Pool. You know how much I love it. John loves it, and I can't wait to see what your new brewer does here, my friend. Thanks so much. Yeah, me too. Thanks. We'll see you soon. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. I have a confession to make. It's true, and I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you, and I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values, and he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Before this 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb is over on this episode of Southside Pod, we will announce where we will be along the parade route on Western Avenue during the Southside Irish Parade. Come out and have a beer with Southside Pod. We're going to give you the details before we get out of here on the 13th of March. Got some swag to give out. Should be a blast. Before we get to that, I have a gentleman sitting down here at the 9-Foot Homemade Oak Bar who is a first for this program. Not a first for the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. We've had politicians on. We've covered elections before on other shows. I never thought anybody would want to come on and talk about their candidacy for anything on this show. But Eric Carlson is not your typical politician. I've already figured that out while I'm sitting down here. He brought me a six-pack. He's hanging at the bar. And you may, from time to time, hear somebody pop up now during election season on this show. And I think it's a good idea. I'm not a big fan of the mainstream media. And I don't think everybody gets an equal opportunity to get their voice out and talk about why they're running for a political office. So if somebody wants to come on, I'll put them on the show. This would be for Bobby Rush's first U.S. congressional seat. He's retiring. This is also a redrawn map, so you might not even realize it, but you may be in the first. You might have been in the first, and you're not in the first. That's what happened to me. Everything's been redrawn. We're going to jump into that. Our guest today, Eric Carlson, is actually from Lamont, and he woke up all of a sudden and realized he was in this district. And so welcome to the show, Eric, and first question, why run? Why run for this seat? It's been held for so long by just one guy. It's now going to cover a lot of Chicago suburbs and into the city. We'll get into what it looks like. The district is really weirdly drawn. But why did you want to do this? No, I I mean, I've always said (laughs) that there are things going on that I don't like. I've just never taken that next step. And I I think a lot of people, uh, and there's good people out there that might get into politics, but a lot of people look at it the same way, is that they watch these people get their names dragged through the mud and all the stuff that gets thrown at them on a campaign trail, and they just don't want to put themselves or their family through it. 
which is a shame, you know, because we're missing out on a lot of good people running for office that way. You know, it's one of those things I always think about because I had a radio career in alternative rock radio. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, somebody will find a Google of something I did like back when I was 20 years old now. I mean, I can I can only imagine the pressure you feel just going out there and deciding you want to run for public office. Just give me an idea a little bit about your background. I can tell by the shirt that you're a vet. So uh, you serve this country. I want to say thank you for that right off the bat. But where did you serve? How long did you serve? Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, I did five years overall with the Army, uh, three years active, and then a couple years with the Reserves. I served with 3rd Ranger Battalion out of Fort Benning, Georgia, which is part of Special Operations Command. Um, it's uh, That's about it as far as the military. All of that it's, sounds so cool and makes it, me feel like you're you're rougher and tougher than me sitting nah. down here. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I, I just think it's cool you're sitting here with me when you've done all that stuff. It's the great, greatest bunch of guys you'll ever, uh, you know, and this is a big thing. If on my website there's a, there's a page... Uh, a link to the top and it says are we really divided and it's pictures of from the korean and vietnam war of black and white veterans black and white soldiers marines helping each other that are wounded at the time and the reason i put those pictures up on the page is because if you think about what was going on in the united states at that time in the early 50s through the 60s and the difference of how black and whites got along compared to the divisiveness that's being you know slung at us every day from the media and from a lot of left politicians. There's a lot of right politicians that, that kind of pick up on it, you know, that you get that pendulum swinging the other way. But I think the divisiveness that the left brings into it is really what's breaking this country apart. And we're not that divided. Uh, you know, it's the, the people in this country, especially in the Midwest, in the Chicago area, we're all basically conservative, whether, whether people know it or not. You know, and, and here's the thing. I, that's, there's a lot to unpack there. I kept thinking to myself, like, where do I want to go with first on this? But I'm going to go with the fact that you're running as a Republican in a congressional district that Bobby Rush, a very Democrat Democrat, held for a very, very long time. There is a ridiculous pool of Democrats running on the other side in the primary and then whoever wins that, you're you're hoping to get through on your side in the primary and then go up against them in the general election. So you have a long road. You don't have to face all of them. But at some point, you're going to be a Republican trying to win a congressional seat in this area in the state of Illinois. I mean, how do people do people tell you you're crazy? Do they say you don't have a shot? Do you I mean, like how, how what has been a response from family and friends when you're like, I'm doing this? The, the logical response would be, if you looked at the numbers, uh, Bobby Rush got 73% of the vote in the first district last time before the redistricting. A logical person would look at it and say, there's no way. You can't historically, you're, the seat's been Democrat for 90 years. Right. Um, and you've had a black representative. Actually, the first black representative was Oscar DePriest, uh, and he was a Republican. So to, to say that, you know, you can't have a Republican in the seat, it's just, you know, the, it's the way the districts are drawn. It is a weird-looking district. You have that on your website. And, I, in fact, I've actually bookmarked your website. I want to tell people about it just because, if anything, not only can you learn a little bit about Eric and what he's doing, but you can also see the new maps because a lot of people don't realize that the maps are different. And, like, where I'm living in Evergreen Park, I'm on the west side of Evergreen Park. I used to be in the first. I'm not in it anymore. You live in Lamont, and you are suddenly in the first district because a large section of Lamont is now in this district and they were never in it before. And you have an interactive map that may be one of the best spots to go and actually learn where you're at. And it's all at your website, ericcarlsonforcongress.com. But this is a 
a really weird looking map, Eric. I mean, you go all the way up to- It goes and, from, yeah, it, from McCormick Place yeah, all the way down to Bourbon A. Exactly. From McCormick Place to Bourbon A, and it's not even a straight shot. It runs through like places like Midlothian and Blue Island, and then it curves around Orland and Oak Lawn and Palos and comes back around the Lamont. It's maybe one of the goofiest looking things I've ever seen. Uh, it's, it's designed that way. When they redrew the map down in Springfield, this is designed to make sure we had, um, as far as the last Congress was concerned, we had 13 Democrat seats and five Republican seats in representing the state of Illinois. And now we're going to have, with the redistricting, the way they think it's going to work out is 14 Democrat seats and only three Republicans. So you have a three-seat swing there at the national level when Democrat policies at the state level. We lost 113,000 people left Illinois last year. That's basically the size of Aurora, the second biggest city, or Joliet. If that was just gone tomorrow, that's what we lost in the last 12 months uh, with Democrat policy. So... If this keeps going the way it's going, I mean, we've lost, we went from 24 seats in Congress down to 17 since the early 70s in right. this state. So, and it's you know been Democrat run since then. So it's the the truth, the truth is in the in the pudding. You know, it's uh, the the policies. It's the policies. You know, and again, I'm not running against any one person or personality. It's the policies. That, are, that have been proven not to work. Well, the one thing that drives me nuts, and I think it probably drives most people insane, and I think people on both sides of the political spectrum, I, mean, I will tell you this, we have a complete mix here that sits at this bar, at the nine-foot homemade oak bar, the guys that you hear on, on Southside Pod, okay? And we've had conversations before, and I think one of the things that pops up all the time between the three of us when we sit around and we talk about it is one of the more annoying things is watching everybody vote based upon party. So the idea that you get elected or whoever gets elected into this congressional seat and all the other ones that get elected, then go to Washington, D.C., and their party tells them you're voting yes on these six things, you're voting no on these things, and it doesn't matter what you believe in or what the people from your district believe in, you just have to follow party. And both sides do it. The Republicans and the Democrats both do that right now, and it may be one of the worst parts about government because when I was a kid and I learned how this worked, this is not how it worked. And I don't remember it working this way when I was younger. But now at almost 45 years old, I watch how this works, and it's very different. You get elected, and essentially all you are is a bullet in the gun for the leadership of the entire country instead of looking out for your own district. So how do you combat that? And even if you are elected and you 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 do this almost seemingly impossible task and you, you get elected as a Republican, how do you avoid not having to vote along with whatever the party wants? Well, that's pretty easy. Uh, <laughs> that goes back to the opening. You know, I'm, I'm a ranger. Right. I'm from the South Side. I'm not worried about anybody. I, I'm not beholden to anyone. I'm not taking any money in donations from anyone. So I'm not beholden to any businesses, any special interests. I can go there and like, if you look at the Republican party, uh, the Republicans are, are figuring that they're going to win the house, which they're probably going to take the house back, but they're looking at putting Kevin McCarthy in as the leader. That is the worst choice you could possibly make. Number one, he's from California. I think people are sick of speakers from California. I lived in California for a couple of years. I don't think anybody out there should be in charge of anything. He is he is so weak. If you look at all the hand-wringing that he did about Nancy Pelosi, and everything, the man is not a leader, and he's not smart enough to be in that position. And I'll say that flat out, and I, I don't care where that gets me. I cannot win this district without, you know, you, like I said, you've got almost three quarters of the district votes Democrat. I cannot win this district without Democrat voters coming out and voting. Uh, 
switching i don't want to even say switching sides like i said i believe that most of the people in this area are conservative they have conservative family values they want school choice they want safe neighborhoods you've got to bring in democratic voters because there's not enough republican registered republican voters inside of this district so then your appeal to those voters to get them to vote for something that they don't normally vote for because a lot of people just go in and go straight ticket go with the color of the tie go with the letter at the end of the name So tell them, tell me and tell them who may be listening right now, why you are the person they should be going out and voting for. Uh, you've got you've got to get away from that voting for a D or for an R and, or having that. If somebody comes up and says they're a Democrat or a Republican and you have a knee jerk reaction to that, just without actually knowing the person or what they stand for or the, the values that they're bringing to, you know, to the campaign. Um, to vote for me, you're going to get someone, like I said, that's not beholden to anyone that loves this country, that's doing it for the right reasons. The biggest things that I'm going there to do uh, is congressional reform, and that starts with term limits. You can't fix anything else in Washington without getting the career people out of there. A lot of people argue, they'll tell you that, well, we have term limits, it's called elections every two years. We all know that's not true. With all the big money that's being pumped in by social media units and stuff like that, where these once these people get in there, Nancy, Bobby Rush for 30 years, Nancy Pelosi, all these people who make a career out of being there, that job was never meant to be a career. That job was never meant for people to go there and make literally hundreds of millions of dollars on insider trading and things like that. It has to come back to good people going there for a short term. And again, my term limits, uh, if you go to the website, it has a link to my YouTube channel. I've got 23 videos up right now and I go... Uh, subject by subject, issue by issue. And I explain to people, they're each about 20 to 25 minutes long. I know that's a little long for some people, but I want people to know exactly where I stand on everything. I know you're going to have to travel a lot of different places, Eric, throughout this entire campaign. When you head through Blue Island, may I make a suggestion to you? The Double Play Saloon. They've got $5 basket lunch specials, $13 Miller and Bud Family buckets. And if it's cold, uh, whatever the temperature is, that's what you pay for the temperature soup. It is a big, beautiful bar darts bar uh, they also have beanbag leagues in there but they've got a darts bar with dart leagues and then you could just go in there and just play with your friends whenever you want to great people it's a good place to go press the flesh you know and get your word out newly remodeled private gaming area when i'm on the island i stop in at double play saloon maybe you'll stop in at double play saloon 13011 western avenue in blue island double play saloon before i let you go though i want you to tell people a little bit about what you do right now because i found it to be kind of a a cool job you told me about it and i was like wow i, I kind of want him to come meet my dog upstairs so th- what do you what do you do for a living describe it to people this is i actually uh i, I run two nonprofits. one of them is uh an organization to train service dogs for veterans and uh the other one is a an organization that does disaster response and that's primarily veterans that get together when there's uh, hurricanes or tornadoes and we go down and do search and rescue and help people rescue animals and things like that. Awesome. This is Eric Carlson. He is running for Congress in the newly reformed first congressional district and he is the first politician to ever want to be on Southside Pod. You know, you did this interview and you have no idea what comes up next. I mean, <laughs> who knows what is going to play next? It could completely ruin your entire chances. I'm like, Bill comes right. out and sings a stupid song and everything's everything's a mess now, Eric. Hey, I'm not wearing my mask on my butthole. <laughs> One, two, pack ten, I'm holding, smiling, she living, she golden, she lives for me. Says she lives for me, ovation. Her own motivation, she goes down and she goes down on me. 
And I make a smile like a drug for you Do ever what you wanna do coming over you Keep on smiling when we go through Won't stop to the rhythm that divides you And I speak to you like the chorus to the verse Chop another line like the chorus with a curse Someone like a freak show takes the stage We give on the games we play She said I want something else To get me through this Semi-charm kind of life Baby, baby, I want something else Not listening when you say We've reached that point on the Southside calendar when it's rain and then it's snow and then it's 60 and then it's 20. And you know what I've, I've realized is um, there's nothing I can do about it. Nothing? The, the weird things with the weather and stuff like you that. You can't do anything? I no. thought you knew some people. No, I can't do a thing about it. Like, <laughs> I mean, I understand how concerned we are with the changing weather patterns and I get it. It's, it's concerning. I understand. But if I recycle all of my plastics. Yeah. And um, do you? Well, I do. All of them? Uh, some of them I don't. 90%? You know, some of them they don't actually recycle. Like, Get out of yeah, here. they'll tell you, like, well, this is a different kind of plastic. It just gets thrown what? away. Yeah, it's like all fives kinds of and sixes. They're like, yeah, there's all kinds of things that aren't recyclable. One, twos, and there's, there's numbers yeah. on them. No, there's not. There's yeah, numbers there on them. Like, if you throw a cardboard pizza box in there, something yeah, yeah, they don't yeah, like those. There's food attached to the pizza. There's numbers on plastic? The beginning of time. Yeah. But even if I was. Even if I were. Come on. I want to see a piece of plastic with a number on it. You really? guys are lying to me. No, there's plastic. There's a number well, on every piece of plastic. And you can't recycle fives, but you can recycle De- ones? Depends on it's where you live to make it more here, confusing. I got, pl- I got, I got a plastic live. bottle back here. Hold on a second. Let's this is real? Let's, let's, Chris is going to get a plastic Captain bottle. Captain Planet never told me about this. Okay, here we Malibu, go. Malibu rum is a plastic, plastic bottle. Yeah. What do they go plastic? Malibu rum, this bottle of Malibu rum. It's high-class plastic. That was plastic. Now, I'm going to hand this down to you, and Mike's going to show you the recyclable number on this plastic is a one. But they have different numbers. One is good. Almost every place takes the recycling. one. Now let me see if yeah, I can find another place. <laughs> no, no, Bill, don't drink the whole bottle. Oh, I gotta look at it. Up. All right, look at the bottom. This is a one. I, I'm like just finding out about this. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. This is a Ziploc container. HCP. Hold on, I have a Ziploc food yeah, container here. Yeah. This is a five. That's a five. That's a five right there. That's what, deadly. That one, that one, that one, that's deadly. That. That'll kill. That'll kill a man Pray. right there. Pete, we have hope. That's a five. Oh God, there's, there's water in there. That's a five. Not anymore. What is this peepee, Alice? <laughs> I like fives. Look at this peepee. What I'm coming to, the conclusion I'm coming to, Bill. This is crazy. Is no matter what I do, there's absolutely no way I can save the planet by myself. So uh, whatever. It's not like if I go on Twitter and complain about it, all of a sudden the world's going to change. I'm just doing my best. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you mean? Well, supposedly, there are people who think that if you go on Twitter, well, and yeah. you and you complain, That's that how it makes it, works. it that it makes a difference. It makes things go away, right? No, no, you're just talking to the same people and a bunch of bots. Nobody's actually doing anything really? on Twitter. No, they're not. It's amazing, but they're not. They're so not doing it. In fact, that, that Twitter isn't even the real world. The sky was gold, it was rose. I was taking sips of it through my nose. And I wish I could get back there someplace, back there. Smiling in the pictures you would take. Doing crystal meth, you lift it up until you break. It won't stop. Come down and keep stock with the TikTok rhythm. I bumped for the drop and then I bumped up. I take a hit that I was given, then I bumped again. Then I bumped again. I said I... I want something else.
get me through this Send me some kind of life Baby, baby, I want something else Not listening when you say goodbye Part of the song, I, I that song was like pretty commercial, pretty well known, almost to the point where like it got outplayed. But the middle of this song, I always enjoyed, like where he did the little rap part. When he said, "I believe in the sand beneath my toes, the beach gives a feeling, an earthy feeling. I believe in the faith that grows and the four chords that will make me cry." This is, this is the part that I enjoy. I love this part. I think if you say this to a woman or your wife or your girlfriend, I think this is special. It made me punch him in the face. Uh, it's true, but this line will forever, for some reason, in such a mediocre song, live inside me as just a great line. And that's... When I'm with you, I feel like I can die and that would be all right. Alright, I want something else to get me through this. Send me some kind of life. Baby, baby, I want something else. I'm not listening when you say That's nice. Oh, wait, it's like 30 minutes into the show. We still have like two more segments to do. No more singing. Southside Bulletin Board time. We're going to do this quick because I want to tell you where we're going to be for the Southside Irish Parade coming up in just a couple of weeks. First off, Dreamers Towing and Recovery. That's who you call when you need a tow on the south side of Chicago in the south suburbs. Available 24-7, 365, whenever you need them, and they will also buy your junk cars. Call Tony at 773-410-4549. Quitting smoking is hard. That's why Cool Clouds Vapor Shop wants to help you learn all about using vape products. They have an extensive tasting bar and a very knowledgeable staff. Learn more at coolcloudsvapor.com or stop in and see them at 3837 West 95th Street. And I don't know if you've got your kids signed up for baseball or softball, but I've got my littlest signed up. And he may be heading over to Grinders Training Academy at 102nd and Kedzie Avenue. Youth, sports, training, conditioning, fitness classes for all levels, kids and adults. They provide private coaching, and if you are a coach, they will rent out facilities to you. Learn more, contact them directly at grindersacademy.com. That's grinders with a Z, academy.com. So now, where are we going to be when the Southside Irish Parade comes back after a several-year hiatus? I'll tell you, we're going to be at Cork and Cary Beverly starting at high noon parade kickoff Southside Pod in the house. Come on out and see us. We're going to have swag to give away. We will toast many a beer inside Cork and Cary. I hope it's a beautiful day. We can use the outside patio at that place. 
lots of space. You know, I don't think people realize the amount of space that's in there because, like, if you went there 20 years ago, you, you don't realize that there's, like, multiple meeting rooms in the place. So you're going to get a lot of people in there on parade day. Get out. Come find us. We'll give you something for free. Maybe we'll buy you a beer or two. Southside Pod at Cork and Cary, 106th and Western, on parade day, the 13th. What could be better? What could be better than being at the Cork when the Southside Irish Parade rolls by? We will see you out there on that day. We will see you next week on Southside Pod, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at southsidepod.com. Thank you for listening to see what's happening. On the Southside Pod, on the Southside Pod, join us again and be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod, about the Southside Pod, all things about the neighborhood we live in, all things about the places that we go, it's the best side. Of Chicago, the South Side Park. All you gotta do is like three, three or four times. Yeah, just do it a couple of times. It's just things like I hear. Just constructive criticism. No, I, show. I like your constructive criticism. Did you, did you, did you get a t-shirt? He got, did, a t-shirt. You got a t-shirt. I gave him a t-shirt. Right there. Yeah, he got a t-shirt. We need to get better t-shirts, though. Did you? How long Those did yours are... last before it started to shrink? No, it still works. See, I bought one and I put it in the wash and it came out and it was already like a well, size. Too learn small. how to do laundry. Did you put it on? Be- <laughs> did you put it on right. before you washed it? <laughs> Just for you know reference. Shut up, Mike. <laughs>